0: Hello sports fans, welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve and Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges and we may have a rare look at Whipfield.
1: Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports. Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Bold Sports. We're on week 25. Matt, how did you enjoy your beautiful day today since it was seventy five degrees and sunny in February in Pittsburgh? It was outstanding.
0: I I went for a bike ride. Um and also a nice walk around the neighborhood, opened up my windows, let some air in.
1: Yeah, I opened up the windows, doors, kitty was in the window, I saw your cat Moses was in the window and Yeah, this is this is the time of year
0: where you gotta watch. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, it's early actually, but like, you know, springtime. Yeah They they, Sometimes they like to run I have I have three cats And they all
1: You know They will go outside If you let them (laughs) They will go outside If they can get the opportunity (laughs) This is pretty much How that works out I was outside I was out doing a few things Today on the east end of town I, I I put like Four miles on my shoes today Yeah Um you know, I figured. You know, why take a bus or a lift or an Uber whenever I can just walk? It's seventy five degrees out. You don't get that much opportunity in February, so.
0: So you walked all the way to the East End? No, no.
1: I, I took a bus to the East End and ah. I walked around the East End. I gotcha. There's a shady side in Bloomfield, East Liberty, and. Oh, that's yeah. You know, you know I mean, they're some all ground. They're all kind of like connected to uh-huh. each other, so. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that bad. I mean, like Bomb Boulevard centered. Sort of oh, actually, of I was on South Highland and Center, and then I walked hmm. down, bombed to Liberty and down Liberty. Yeah. And did some stuff around there, and then I got back on a bus in Bloomfield, came back into town, and caught the Charlie back home.
0: So, you know, I'm going to be one of those old guys who still calls it all Penn Circle. <laughs>
1: I did see all the signs out there for Penn Circle. Well, so. it's
0: all—it's not Penn Circle, you know. They extended certain streets, and now you gotta like know like what which Center Avenue and which is yeah Euclid, and like I, it's all Penn Circle to me. Man. I don't
1: really drive out there much. <laughs> Whenever I go out there, it's usually Uber or Lyft, Amanda drives, or again I walk. Yeah, and, you know, more more, I, I can see myself doing a uh, a Lawrenceville walk like. But also with purpose of hitting like the five breweries in Lawrenceville, mm-hmm. like on one day. We'll just like start at one end of Butler Street and work our way back. Oh yeah, and, you know it's totally gonna happen this summer, hopefully. So sports wise, it's kind of been exciting, but yet kind of meh right now.
0: Really meh. Right um, now, unless you're a Penguins fan.
1: Unless you're a Penguins fan, which we'll get to those boys later because they're doing some hot shit right now. Uh, Olympics has been going on now. It's almost over. Is this the, is this the final weekend of the Olympics, I believe? Um, it's
0: what, like, it's basically like 14 nights, you know? So, I think so. I think think Sunday we're going to have our closing ceremony. Sunday Sunday or Monday,
1: yeah, something like that. Uh, but right now the, uh, the U.S. has 12 medals total. Five gold, three silver, and four bronze. Uh, Norway leads that, uh, medal total of 29, uh, followed by Germany with 23, and Canada is in the third with 19. I believe the U.S. is in like eighth spot in the medal winnings, maybe fifth, uh, somewhere around there. Good news is the women, uh, women's hockey, uh, U.S. women hockey, play uh, Canadian women uh, Thursday at 1 o'clock for the gold medal. 1 a.m.? Uh, 1 p.m. 1, one p.m. p.m. our time.
0: So it's like 3 in the morning for them.
1: Uh, it's probably taped.
0: Oh no! I, I gotta watch it live, man. You can get it live on stream. I'm sure you can. I that's what I do. I watch it all live. I mean, because I'm, I'm like, and this now. is like the best Olympics for night owls and vampires, right? And it, it,
1: with with the uh, internet and everything right now, you can get everything live, and also you'll know who wins before mm-hmm. they'll show the game. Uh, if you remember correctly, uh, Miracle on Ice, mm. um, that game was played and won. What was it? Four and a half hours before the rest of the country got to watch it. Yeah. Um, How
0: many people would have even heard about it in those days? You know, you, you'd have to you'd have to read about it in a newspaper, right? Well, or I mean, or if like somebody would read it on like live local television, live local news or something, they, like they'd that. they'd have to get that that information. In four and a half hours to even you know
1: like. You yeah. Know, now it's so fast. You know? Yeah. Now it's, it's instant. so fast. Now it's instant. Yeah. I mean, that was. So I mean I'm I, I, I believe they were told that everybody keep it quiet and so forth but yeah you know I, I, now fun fact about that miracle on ice game it was played on my birthday oh yeah which is february 22nd which happens to be Thursday well, whenever shoot, the women that's are coming playing right up for a oh, gold medal
0: well that that's I mean I don't I don't want to say I don't believe in miracles <laughs> because obviously that's like how this whole thing started but uh that, that would be pretty. pretty awesome. Pretty bold coincidence, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: Women's USA beat Canada for the gold on my birthday. That'd be Mm. awesome. Uh, Right now, we're currently watching uh, the USA men uh, playing Czechoslovakia. Oh. Sorry, sorry, Czech Republic? Man, I, um, wish, I
0: wish it was still Czechoslovakia. Right. Just for the ice hockey references, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's how that, They were on the NES, you know? Yeah,
1: oh man, I, I used to love playing ice hockey on Nintendo.
0: The best thing about NES was that the Canadian team, like, they weren't allowed to wear red and white. Because they would have looked too much like us. So they were, like, green. They were, like, candy apple green. Yeah. They should make Canada wear those candy apple, like, throwback jerseys in, like... The, the gold medal game. So
1: this is the quarterfinals for the men's hockey. Um, yeah. So by the time you hear this, the gold medal game, I think, is on the 23rd, which is whenever you hear this. Um, I forgot exactly who's all in the bracket still. Um, but right now this Czech-U.S. game is tied 2-2, and they just started the third period. Yeah. So
0: I was watching a little bit at home. Um, we went down a goal, and I, I shut it off. And left to come over here and tape, so... You should have been working. Shouldn't have been working. You should have been working.
1: Wait, weren't you working?
0: I was working, but... So you had
1: the the game on while you were finishing up work?
0: Yeah, like when I was, like, you know, sending some emails. Ah, yes. Saving some Excel sheets at the end of the night. You know, (laughs) making sure I have, like, something to show for my day. Yeah, like, I had a little
1: hockey. That usually helps. Yeah, you know. They ask sometimes. Yeah. It's not, it's not my decision. Yeah, 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 work ass. What did you exactly do today that mm-hmm. we should pay you for? It's like, I mean, you know what I did.
0: Like, well, we know what we told you to do, but we <laughs> need to see that you
1: did it. Like, I mean, that's a good to bad thing. I guess yeah. I'm working from home, so. Um, There's really, like, not the worst. It's really not that bad. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's kind
0: of silly to complain. The only bad thing is, is you don't leave your house as often. <laughs> I leave my house all the time. I just don't have to commute anywhere. You that, know? Uh, that's true. I, I have time to, like do things in in that, like, 4 to 4.30 window that I never, that used to be, that belonged to the highway. That's, that, that is that true. Was, you know? And now it's, yeah.
1: Now you can eat.
0: Hmm? If I had to drive from work to here on my way home, like, to do a podcast, like, you'd hate me. I'd be so miserable. <laughs> you know, like, I need, I need to, like, decompress and. <laughs> you know, driving down like dark country roads by myself, it doesn't really help me like feel more connected to like the human family. That is you true. Know? And if you can't if you can't talk to people,
1: then you shouldn't be podcasting. Awesome, uh, Matt. You got to do a cool thing this uh, past Friday. Uh, the Pittsburgh Riverhounds had an event. Uh, we just want to say thank you to Christina Dickerson of Dickerson Creative. Um, for the event with the Riverhounds last Friday on the 16th at Highmark Stadium, uh, a man and I, uh, were unable to attend, but we have a soccer guy and that happens to be this guy right here, Matt. I'm the guy. Um, I'm the guy of which he speaks.
0: Yes. Steve, uh, did you notice I'm wearing a new t-shirt? You are wearing a new yes. t-shirt.
1: Did you, did you get that at the event? Did Every, they bring it out?
0: Yeah, everyone got a, a, a gift bag at the event. It was at the Highmark Stadium uh, in Station Square, home of the Riverhounds. And they had been kind of dragging their feet on uh, releasing new gear at their store um, for the upcoming season. Like the the schedule came out, and a lot of other teams started releasing their jerseys, um, scarves, like that sort of thing. So it got a lot of people speculating. Well, the Riverhounds are planning something big. Um, so Friday night, in front of the assembled media and season ticket holders, they unveiled their new logo. And they're new jerseys. Um, they've got a, a nice, sweet, black-and-gold home jersey that they're going to be wearing this year. So the Riverhounds
1: are all black and gold now.
0: Yeah, like, you know, they started with, like, a blue-and-white thing um, when they were founded in 1999. Kind of like the Penguins did. And they sort of slowly started to incorporate the the black and yellow in, into the uniform, especially once, like, um, Allegheny Health Network is, is, like, their local jersey sponsor. So, like, the the past couple seasons they've been having the the black and yellow, but they've still had the, like, the old, like, hound dog, like, cartoonish logo. See, that's Very much I'm... a 90s sort of, like, expansion team logo. Um, and a lot of teams, in order to try to be more authentic in soccer in the United States are getting away from that and trying to come up with these crests that are sort of, like, emblematic of the city they represent. And, like, I personally think they did a really good job. Um, you know, they've got the check marks just like you see on the... uh police door If you're ever talking to a city cop for any reason and hopefully a good reason um you know i I recognize that right away it's like that's like the side of a cop car um you know so just a little reminder to like support your team but not get too out of control um you know there's like a they've got a shield with a paw which is still like representing the doggy right so that's still there and then a soccer ball in like the lower like like half of the shield. But I, I I don't know. The soccer ball is a little obvious to me cuz it's soccer. It is. Now this thing below it is supposed to be the rivers. It looks like three little like wavy lines and it's a, and it looks like if you were like down by the river at night and there was like a light shining across the water. Okay. And it's kind of creepy. And the stadium's down by the by the river. The stadium is down by the river. So, you know, I I think it's a really cool logo. Um they they made us wait for that, but they had like the flag up. You knew they were going to drop something down. And they showed a little video. Um, It was emceed by uh, Bob He introduced Uh, Pomp! They they talked about um, they've got some stadium expansions coming up because um, to be in the second tier of of the soccer leagues, like not MLS but the league below MLS, um, there's a minimum seating requirement that's new this year. So they have to add uh, like 5,000 seats. Um, They're going to build another stand in the end zone that's closest to Southside. Okay. And then they're going to put a couple hundred like VIP seats on the other side of the field like uh, adjacent to the bike path. Um okay, so they they they're, they're, they're going to be able to upgrade the stadium. Um they have a new deal with the CW. All their road games are going to be on CW television. And some home games, they're they're not sure which ones. Um but they're also, you know, obviously trying to get people to come out and attend games. They've got a fourth of July uh home game, you know, for you so, know, twenty so bucks you can be in a seat, watch a match and then sit and stay and do the fireworks. When,
1: when's when's the uh the seating uh expansion go in? Is it this season or um throughout the season? I I think it's for next year. I'm not sure.
0: Uh, you know they're they're tearing everything up down at the other end of Station Square right now. Oh, so. they're tearing everything <laughs> up. <at Station laughs> they Square. might as well do it now. Um, but th- those are active seats. I sat in some of those when I went to a high school football game. Central Catholic uses their home field yeah, for a while. Yeah, right. it It's been a while. It was my 15 year reunion. I've got my 20 coming up. So uh,
1: 2015, I know they used it for their home field because my yeah. son played down there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um,
0: but it was a lot of fun to be at Highmark Stadium. To you know, the, the they had some players come out modeling the new jerseys. I, men- I mentioned the black and gold home. They have two alternating away jerseys. It's like a black and gray, sort of like half and half, and then like an all white that looks pretty sharp. And they're not available yet, but everyone was invited to pre-order in the shop af- after the presentation. So um, I didn't I didn't pre-order a jersey, but I did grab a new scarf. Which is the old scarf, but it's, you know, it's a good scarf. It's new to you. And it was cold. Okay, cool. So so
1: explain to me this is one thing I don't understand. Soccer clubs all have scarves. Doesn't matter if it's MLS, if it's whatever conference or league the Riverhounds are in, if it's European League, or if it's World League. They all have a scarf. They do. What's the significance of the scarf? Well,
0: I think. A lot of it has to do with the fact that in most of the world, soccer is a winter sport. So you actually want a scarf in a lot of cases when you're, when you're going to these games and you're out, you know, standing in the cold for a couple hours anyway. Um, and then, yeah, they're they're always decorated, you know, very colorful. It's kind of like your terrible towel. You know, you, you use it as like a banner that you hold over your head or you twirl it, you know, like a helicopter when you're excited about something And you can also wear it. And I I remember Myron Cope saying when he came up with the terrible towel that, like, you know, like, part of his idea was, like, hell, if they get tired of waving it and they're cold, maybe they can, like, fashion it into a muffler of some sort. (laughs) So the idea of a soccer scarf is not that far off from a terrible towel, with the key exception being that in this country you play soccer in the summer. And, you know, you don't want to wear a scarf to, like, Dallas in, like, July. No, you don't. For any reason. Now, I went to a Columbus crew game in April, and it was like 40 degrees that night, and you best believe I bought a scarf. And I left it a couple winters ago at Butcher in the Rye, <laughs> and never saw it again.
1: Well, So I needed a new scarf, and well, I was happy well, to go
0: get one at
1: this well, big well, kickoff we, event. We we know why you left it at Butcher in the Rye. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's not even true. Like I, I just popped into like, you know... Say hi to some folks. I didn't. I didn't even get into the bourbon. No, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I Think I drank like a beer.
1: <laughs> Every time I go into Butcher and Rye, I pop in to say say hi to some folks. And three hours later, and a hundred bucks. Well, you know, a lot more folks than me. <laughs> I think is part of the problem. Well, especially when their bartenders at Butcher and Rye. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that does happen. But no, uh, so our. Does the Riverhounds, they look competitive? Do they look like they're going to – I don't really know anything about soccer. I I know we have a team, and I don't even know what conference or league they're in. And uh, I mean, soccer is one of those things. I know that you can have a game end up Mm 0-0 or 1-1, and it ends in a tie, Yeah, like hockey used to.
0: And sometimes a tie is good, you know, depending on how many points you need to stay ahead of whomever else in the standings and what you're – trying to achieve now in the united soccer league which the riverhounds are in like unlike european leagues they do have playoffs so ultimately like the past couple years there has been a playoff run you know they they end up finishing at or below 500 both years um the two most recently but there there were you know competitive games right down until the last two or three weeks of the season um so for them to like hold level like you can expect more of
1: that how many Um, games are they playing um, it's like thirty thirty eight, 38, I think. 38 games!
0: Yeah, it's pretty standard. Like, like, Premier League's about 38. Um, you know, and you, you play every team. Like, the USL covers the entire nation, so there's an Eastern and Western. Um, they'll, they'll be playing teams from, like, here to St. Louis, all the way down to Atlanta and Tampa and Orlando, as far north as Toronto. Um, and the season will go until about September, October, you know, before you start getting into the playoffs. Um, one thing that looks like might be a real good upgrade for them is that the team in Rochester folded. The Rhinos, um, they were once the champions of the USL, and they just lost a lot of fan support and corporate support. And the team just folded. And the Riverhounds hired their coach, um, Bob Lilly, who okay. was there. And he's brought with him like his staff and... Including the father of American Wonder Phenom Christian Polisic. Um his dad Mark is an assistant for the Riverhounds. And they also brought a bunch of players from Rochester. Um, I don't think they had like a disbursement draft or anything. I think that, you know, guys were just free Hey, agents. I'm a free agent. So yeah, like they got they got tryouts, they're they're with the team, like the coach already has some guys who know his system. And they also brought back Kevin Kerr, who's like, you know, They're big, like tall goal scoring type guy. You know, sort of like a sniper on headers, that kind of thing. So you know, it's it's tough to really say, but I'm definitely looking forward to watching more games. Like last year you could stream every game on YouTube, but now they're gonna be on a real T V channel. Right on like if you're not if you're a casual fan of soccer, you're not gonna go out of your way to watch it. Like I will sit there and figure out like how to stream Oh yeah, you know, on whatever device I have in front. Of oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I want to watch. It. I've
1: watched you do it, <laughs> but <laughs> right at the, at the
0: watching it on my phone at the Super live Bowl, podcast, yeah. Mean, you know, so yeah, like I mean, for it to actually be on CW and then also KDKA having a commitment to, they're going to have a camera there, so they're going to have highlights. Well, CW is part of KDKA, I mean, right? Exactly, sorry. and Bob Pompiani is the MC. Like, he promised that they're going to. You know they're going to include Riverhounds highlights in the sports cast, and that's going to make it seem more legitimate. does when, the get season some actually trails. start? Um, last weekend in March.
1: Okay, so we got a month month away.
0: The, that's the home opener, and then the weekend before that, they're opening in Nashville, who apparently had so much demand for preseason tickets that they're moving their regular season home opener from their like small soccer stadium to the Titans Stadium. Oh, right on. So they're they're expecting like in excess of ten thousand people there. So. Nashville's
1: becoming such a big sports time. I right know, though. and
0: like I, I just I, I got to see a Predators game a couple nights in a row, but like last night was at home. And like now that we're not playing them in a series anymore, like I can appreciate how loud that place gets and it it still kinda makes me have So a you heart were attack. covering the game for yeah, work. yeah. And they were they were playing like Ottawa, but like they were when they were amping up and doing all that chanting, like I was having flashbacks to like the, the Stanley Cup finals and I was like, You gotta calm down, man, like the pens aren't here.
1: Yeah, I, I've been to Nashville several times. Never been to a Preds game. Uh, I went for a Steelers game uh, a couple times in Nashville in that stadium. And I, that, and you know what? They tailgate. They they come out in droves. They fill that stadium every week, no matter how good or how bad that team is. They're just all about it. They're becoming a serious sports town. Uh, sports fanatics. Uh, it is the home of country music, so they mm-hmm. do have the. Um, that support behind them, yeah. and you got a lot of the Nashville superstars go mm. to those games.
0: Yeah, that'd be fun. Like I, I mean, Nashville's super excited. They're an expansion team this year in the USL. Um, they they want MLS in Nashville, and a lot of a lot of companies, organizations, like moneyed people who want MLS. You know, they try to get into the USL, and then when you when MLS expands, like you know, they give you the franchise. Is the way it's worked in in a lot of these cases. So
1: an MLS plays in the larger stadium. They
0: play in much larger stadiums than I think like we have room for in Station Square. Um, yes. You know, if but they that could move, be something
1: they could work into maybe Heinz Field if they get the uh, if they if they would get the fan support and so forth and the Rooneys to give them the okay. Or you could build a like
0: joint MLS slash Division One college ACC football stadium back on campus in Oakland. Hey, that's an
1: idea. The problem is there's no frickin' land anymore. There's no
0: frickin' land anymore, (laughs) and why would a river hound play its home games on top of Cardiac Hill? It doesn't make any sense. It does
1: not. It does not. But, I mean, there's still all that land down there in in, uh, uh, Haze.
0: Well, that Haze land is not quite flat.
1: Well, down Um, on
0: a river it is. Uh, you're you're talking about over, over in Hazelwood?
1: Hey yeah, across was, on the
0: other side of the river is where they're gonna maybe put Amazon if they come <laughs> here. There's potential. And if they don't then I think like Uber's already down there so they can expand like it's Uber's in Lawrenceville. Uber's Uber has a test track down down along the Monongahela River. Uber has everything right now. Yeah.
1: Um, but no, we want to say thank you to Christina Dickerson. Totally, um, it was from... a great it was
0: a great party. Like the the Riverhounds Pub was awesome. There was like a, a you know a little cocktails and hors d'oeuvres, and then you went upstairs, and there was more of that. And I, I didn't get to meet Christina, but she validated my parking for me. So hey, you know free
1: parking. Yeah, thank you. Awesome, Christina. We'll be in contact with you here from Bold, uh, from Bold Pittsburgh and Bold Sports, and we'll see what else we can do. Uh, to get on the Riverhounds action with you and shit, I'll probably end up going to a game. This yeah, year.
0: We, we should go to a game. Like, I'm I'm gonna pick some some good home matchups. Um, the 31st is too soon for me, and I think they're playing Penn, which was like formerly Harrisburg. Right, right. That's so that's a rivalry about? game. But there, there's like one on the 26th of May. What do ticket prices look like? Um, I, I haven't looked, but we'll, we'll check it out in the break. But I want to say they're somewhere in like the twenty dollar range. Will get you in the door.
1: Twenty dollars you know? is. I, I've wasted twenty dollars on a those yeah. things.
0: And there's there's a pub there, you know, which is nice, and and you can sit out in the bleachers and en- enjoy the river and watch the trains go by. You know, it's a if you don't want to watch the match, just sit, and,
1: oh, sit and
0: daydream or sing a song or whatever's going on. Like it'll be fun. Um, they have they have packages where you can book part of the facility, that same room where we were, for the media event. Um, you you can book it for like five seventy five a night for like fifteen people, oh. and it's cash bar and catered. Hey. And so I mean, like a bachelor party, maybe you know, like game's over at like nine ten o'clock, guys, and then you're like already in the south side, like do whatever the hell you want after that. So we have what about a year
1: and a half to your fortieth birthday? To my yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> not a
0: half, but it's about fourteen months away. That's what I said. About a year yeah. and a half, round right numbers. So I mean,
1: you know. Yeah, we'll uh, see about Matt's 40th birthday party at a Riverhounds game. Oh, man. I'll have to get in contact with your lovely about that. Well, they'll be defending champs by then, so it might be tough to get in. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break right now and come back and talk some more sports that are going on in this town. Here's a little uh, tidbit from our friends at Sorgatron Media to see what's going on over there. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, folks, we're back after that little break and our message from our friends at Sorgatron Media. Matt just took a look. Individual game tickets for the Riverhounds. Uh, ticket pricing is not up yet. Uh, there are ticket packages available and it says to contact the Riverhounds for those. So, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know, like, you already missed the season ticket member kickoff party, that
0: was Friday, so. Oh. Um, you know, maybe they prorated for you, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know, like like I said, it's, it's, it's affordable, it's, you know. It's affordable, it's a good night it's out, it's a good view pen, from that stadium. It's not a Penns game.
1: It's not a Penns game, it's a good view from that stadium, and, you know, it, midsummer, mm-hmm. midsummer nights, you know, hey, what the hell. Yeah. Oh, and they're also having a taco festival there.
0: <laughs> and uh the punk in Drublick Festival is coming. Um, uh, which just made me think to back back to when they had warp tour at the station
1: square. Uh dude, it's I I, I missed day. the icy light tent. Yeah. When all that was down there. That's where I went to my first concert, man. Uh I did my first concert was the Three Rivers, but you know, it, it's a good time. So uh coming up here, we got the uh Major League Baseball. All teams are now on full squad workouts. Um, pirate side of it, David Freeze had a, a fun interview. I'm sure you've probably seen snippets of it. Shots fired. Shots fired. Yeah. Uh, David Freeze sounds off uh, on how the feeling of the clubhouse is kind of somber. He was sad to see Kutch and Cole go. Uh, but the past two years, he says um, uh, that, uh, that they just want to win, but there hasn't been the... We want to win in the air. Um, it's been kind of, yeah, we're here to play ball. You know, I mean, he got here the year after the 98 win season. Yeah. So he was involved uh, in the games uh, when he played for St. Louis, when the Pirates played St. Louis in the divisional round uh, after they beat Cueto in that red series. Um so, I mean, he, he's been involved in playoff baseball. He knows how to win. He's a World Series winner. World Series MVP. He's a World Series MVP. That is true. Um, but he, he's not seeing the, the will or the want to win. Uh, he said it starts from the top down, uh, and so forth. I mean, you got guys like, again, Josh Harrison. Uh, he's still wanting to be traded. Um, he, uh, did on those comments earn himself a call from Neil Huntington. Uh, after those comments, um, and he said on his phone call that it was a, 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 a it was a phone call, but he still isn't uh, reassured from the front office um, that they are actually wanting to put a winning product on the field.
0: Now, makes it makes it seem like what did they say in that conversation? Yeah, like, uh, you got you got paid. You're getting paid. Like, well, don't make it, us look worse than we already. Jay Hayes trade
1: bait. He's in the last year of his deal. He's unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. It would not shock me at all to see him traded at any point in time this season, especially at the uh, trade deadline.
0: So maybe they just said, like, don't make a big deal about it because you know you're getting traded sooner or later.
1: Well, there's also been reports of a deal with the Red Sox for him, with Jay Hay. I would love that. A deal for the Yankees. Uh, and not also, cool with that at all. Yeah, not cool with that lot. I'm a Red Sox fan, so as well as a Pirates fan, those are the two baseball teams I support. I'm surrounded by Red Sox fans. Yeah, I don't know, like. At some point, I'm going to end up on the bandwagon, or I'm not.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna let the season speak to me.
1: Yeah. You know, I've been on that bandwagon since about 1984. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, we have uh, you know, the, the Pirates. When it comes down to ballplayers, you got to go into the season. And I, I played baseball. My whole life. And it it goes into you want to win. You want to go in. You want to hit the ball. You want to make the other guys miss. You want to, you know, beat the pitcher up. You want to, you know, make the plays. You want to have your pitcher throwing lights out. You know, it's, but at some point in time, you just have to realize that you can't take a bunch of young, inexperienced guys, throw them on a field together and see what happens. Sometimes it works. It happened in Kansas City. You know?
0: Yeah, but, I mean, that's that's what happens when you develop something. Like, they had a movement of players coming through. It wasn't, like, a bunch of discards. Oh, yeah. And, like, you know, projects. Like, you know, Polanco's a project now because he had such a bad year last year. Marte, like, you know, he, he still needs to redeem himself from the steroids thing, like, and play a full season that's good and not get suspended again. Um, you know, everyone loves Sean Rodriguez, but he's going to be in an everyday role all of a sudden. He's not going to be, like, coming off the, the bench guy. savior guy anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, it's going to be a tough season for everyone who's still here. And, like, I see David Freeze getting a standing O at opening day because I think he said a lot of what we're what we're feeling. Right, and, and he's in that locker room. And he's in that locker room, and he knows what it takes to be on a winning team, and he's he's been on winning teams, like, you know that St. Louis organization where he came from. I mean, they—they're just like they got the Midas touch, you know. And like, can't wait to, can't wait to talk baseball with our buddy Jason. Oh gosh, Cards fans are the best, you know. It's <laughs> but, well, but it's so frustrating because like Cardinals always good, Cubs probably gonna be good, you know. Milwaukee really going for it. I mean, it's going to be the Pirates
1: and Reds fighting it for the seller. And Cincinnati, you know, for several years there was always in the mix, too. Um, You know, and then they they sheriff-sailed their teams. Is what it seemed like. Um, I don't know. uh, Like I said, I'm not... I've already made the stand that I'm not going to any games this year at PNC Park. I'll go I like to, your ideas. I'll go to I'll go to D C for a weekend. I'll I'm go thinking to D C. You know, if they I didn't even look who A L teams are playing. I mean Baltimore, Chicago Cleveland White Sox. White Sox. White Sox. Chicago's a fun town. It's in like May. i didn't like even go to Ra- I'd even go to Wrigley, but the ticket price in Wrigley are through the well,
0: roof. Check it out, man. Maybe the Cubs are home that weekend. You can like see the Pirates in the south side and then See a Cubs game, yeah. On Earth, like later, you know.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's something to think about. Go get kicked out of Buddy Guy's bar again. Well, almost again? get kicked out of Buddy Guy's really? bar.
0: Really? Well, he's banned from the Blues Festival, so. Well, he's dead now, so it doesn't matter. Buddy <laughs> guy's not dead. Yeah, he is. Really? Yeah. Buddy Guy
1: died. Oh man, <laughs> that's too bad. <laughs> yeah, Buddy Guy died. Uh, I almost got kicked out of this bar by Buddy Guy.
0: It was funny. No. When he was dead,
1: obviously. No, obviously when he was alive, but I, I went out for the Red Sox-Cubs series in Wrigley with a buddy of mine, and it was a fun three days. You know, <laughs> Sounds like it. Well, put it this way. Saturday afternoon game in Wrigley, mm. and the game's over at 4. We go boozing. What else you do you did start boozing at the game? Oh, we started boozing at like 9 a.m. Yeah. But still at 1 a.m., we're still drinking. We shouldn't have been, you know. And uh, we we end up at Buddy Guy's bar, and the bar's a long bar, like it's a long bar. Think of like the R bar, or where the corner of the bar is, mm-hmm. and run the bar to the bank across West Loop. That's how long that oh, bar my. is. So well, that's for all those broad shoulders in Chicago, definitely. You know, but they but big bars. But we're but we're in there, and um, it's getting close to closing time. And my buddy jumps up on the rail of the bar and re- leans over the bar and yells down to the bartender. Yo, what the fuck do I got to do to get a beer over here? Now, me being a bartender myself, I knew he was wrong. And you mm. don't ever do that to your bartender. But I was drunk. So I said, yeah, what do we got to do to get a fucking beer over here? The next thing I know, he's getting tapped on his shoulder by this guy. And he turns around and goes, can I help you? He goes, yeah. Don't talk to my bartenders like that. I'm standing by him like, dude, that's buddy guy. Like, <laughs> So... I like that. Always, always,
0: always be nice to your bartenders. It doesn't matter if their boss is Buddy
1: Guy or some guy. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Uh, Baseball uh, for the Pirates, 12 games will be uh, broadcast on AT&T Sportsnet.
0: You mean 12 preseason games. 12 preseason games, yes. Oh. Sorry, 12 preseason games. We're not games. that lucky that there will be 12 regular yeah, yeah. season games. 12 preseason games uh, will be broadcast uh, uh, uh. on
1: AT&T Sportsnet. Uh, that comes direct from the um, program direct uh, program director from AT&T Sportsnet, which I'm a friend of with nice. um, i text him tonight he's like yo how many games you guys putting on uh, 12 <laughs> 12 preseason games now mlb network will probably have a few more on uh and i did not get any response from 93.7 the fan if they're doing radio calls on all the games or just some of them or not uh mm-hmm. so check that out uh the pirates first preseason game is um friday friday manatee no they
0: they got to play Manatee right. It, it, it's not on their schedule. It's like their their local exhibition yeah, game. Yeah, it's, they lost like, to Manatee. Remember when they, they lost to lost the manatee. manatee more Man, than once? Ugh, can you but, gamble on the Manatee Pirate game? You probably can. There's yeah. odds for everything. Man, I would do like a high lie parlay with like. High <laughs> I like, parlay. I got, I got this guy, <laughs> that guy, and, and the Manatee. I like to Manatee cover. minus two twenty, <laughs> and the Manatee to cover. <laughs> Go
1: see cows. Jesus Christ! If you guys don't know what the manatee is, that is the local community college's baseball team in Bradenton, Florida. I'd imagine
0: community college baseball in Florida is probably a little higher level than like community college in community college
1: baseball. Okay, little league baseball in Florida is highly is higher is is better competitive. Then community college baseball in Pittsburgh. Well that's the thing, like I was in I've been to Florida a few
0: times in like January and I'm oh. always so jealous that there's there's still kids playing not only are they playing baseball in January They're playing competitive baseball playing under the lights. Oh yeah. Like it's like nine thirty on a Thursday night.
1: Nine thirty on a Thursday in January and they're out there going balls out in baseball. Now meanwhile it's sixty five degrees and to them it's cold. But uh <laughs> You know, it is what it is. Yeah. So another thing that's been going on uh, NFL news, Uh, franchise tags have opened up in the NFL today. Um, Lev Bell is expected to have the franchise tag put on him uh, with the hopes of them being able to come to a long-term deal. Is there Uh, a hashtag for that yet? I'm sure if we search there will Is there will like be. a left
0: Bell hashtag watch? I'm sure there will be. Can I be the first to know? Can I set up alerts for my phone?
1: Probably can on Twitter. We mm-hmm. can do it on the Bold Sports we'll figure it out. All right? Um, but uh, uh, Bell's already said that he will hold out in the event uh, they don't come to a long-term deal. Now, my thought process on this is the franchise tag on Love Bell is $14.5 million for one year at his position, which is double. The franchise tags usually go for double what the current, I think it's maybe one, one, two thirds of what the highest paid position player at that position is. Uh, so $14.5 million, Shady McCoy is the highest paid running back at $8.5 a, a year, so uh, whatever it is, but it's, um, 14.5 mil one year, shit, play, I don't give a shit. I know you want a long-term deal, but are you really going to sit and not get that 14 and a half mil? I mean, he held out last year and said, I'm not coming to camp, That uh, And that's what he did. He didn't go to camp. As soon as the Steelers broke camp and went to regular practices and everything else, as soon as they broke out of, uh, you know, St. Vincent is whenever he decided to show up. I think it was just her way, his way of getting out of camp.
0: Yeah, well, I don't blame him, and you know, I'd feel
1: better with
0: him missing camp.
1: Like, uh, it showed in the first two games of the season <sighs> that he wasn't ready, and they put a new play package in and so forth. But also, who's to say that Ben and those guys weren't, you know, texting him playbook pictures? You know, you know, they they I to. I would have. Why?
0: Why? What? Like, he can't have the playbook. Yeah, I would have. He's holding
1: out. Seems a little like I don't know how the rules are in it. Well, well, but yeah, there's so my like I said. What are your thoughts? He holds out for? I don't think he'll hold out. Um, He might
0: hold out of camp again. No, yeah, if he holds out, like I said, I don't care if he holds out of camp. Right. You know they'll they'll get him up to speed. Um, If this team isn't used to having like different guys with different rules by now, then. You know, what the hell are you doing, man? This yeah, is like how it. the Steelers are anymore. Yeah, you know, the like the, there's a common goal and there seems to be like, you know, innumerable paths to get there. And if the path of Le'Veon Bell involves not going to camp, but still, you know, scoring forty points in a divisional round playoff game, you know, then you gotta like their chances. Definitely. I mean, not to bring up bad memories, I'm still stuck on that Jacksonville game.
1: Oh, Jesus but, Christ.
0: you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the goal. And unless Bell, like, sits out the season, they're going to have basically
1: everyone back. Yeah, that whole offensive line is still intact. Ben's already committed to coming back. AB's locked up. Um, Martavis Bryant still has time on his deal. Juju Smith-Schuster's on his rookie contract. He's, uh, he's good for another three years. Um Yeah, I, I mean... I think it would be stupid for Bell to hold out personally, but also here's the other side of that, you know, franchise tag him. See what happens, see what he commands on the open market. And you know, you can let him walk away. I mean, also he's 27 years old. The average uh career of a running back is is uh not much past 30. Yeah. I, I mean, mean,
0: I don't think it's it makes a lot of sense to tie up a ton of money in him long term if Ben's going to retire in a couple years. Right, but also and, you
1: can sign him to he he wants 15 mil a year. Yeah. And he wants most of his money guaranteed up front. Okay, I get that cuz guaranteed money cuz we all know NFL contracts not guaranteed. There I said it again.
0: Right. But so, that's every week.
1: You know, exactly. I mean, but the I mean, signing bonus. The signing bonus and the guaranteed money is what they're looking for. So he wants 30 mil guaranteed. Uh, the Steelers last year offered him something very similar, which was like 30 mil guaranteed, 12.5 a year, uh, whatever it was, still put him as the highest paid running back over Shady McCoy that's making eight. Uh, you know, you got guys that were rookies this year in the NFL. Uh, Kareem Hunt, um, uh, the dude that ran all over us from Leonard Fournette. You know, he ran all over us twice. I mean, you got those guys who are rookies. Uh, uh, Kamara. Al-, yeah. Al-, Al-, Al is it Ali- Alex Camaro? Um, from New Orleans. From New Orleans, yeah. Mm-hmm. He he, uh, you know those guys were rookies and they were fantasy football breakouts. We're yeah. taking them in like the tenth round. Who's this Camaro? He's a rookie. All right, whatever. But if you don't know, them, <laughs> if you don't
0: know them, like, and then they're good at fantasy, like, what does that tell you? You exactly, that like the best running backs are often the guys you've never heard of because they they have such a short Kareem, lifespan. Kareem Hunt league.
1: came out of Toledo. Jesus but,
0: Christ, you know, like Le'Veon Bell, like has a Michigan State pedigree. So yeah. people knew who he was, know know who he is. Um, but like maybe the Steelers don't want to go in like long term with him, and um, like they'd rather definitely. maybe maybe it makes more sense to them to franchise him and see what happens because the window is closing. Right in terms of like this crop of Steelers with this, you know, high tech offense that they have, like they're they're running out of time. And, um, and I hope that's motivation for Bell to come back and play. You know, but if he if he held out a camp last year, like I don't, and he says he's going to possibly retire, well, I don't believe that. I don't see that either. But like I could see him holding out a camp again this year. I
1: could see him holding out a camp. I don't know that I would, I, I I don't see him holding out of the season. This yeah, I don't see him holding out of the season. Just because are you gonna really gonna let fourteen and a half mil sit on the table no i I wouldn't no, I wouldn't I'd be the football for half of that <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> but here and there also other Steelers news uh Ryan Sazir was on uh, uh, Roosevelt Nix's podcast. He says uh, today that um do not he's not done playing football. Uh, he he wants to get back. He's making strides. Working every day to do so. Hey, you do what's good for you. Do what do it can be done. Uh you want to get back and play. No, I I I'm not one to tell you no. Um clear it with your doctors. Do yeah. what you do. I love to see you back in the field, but I also love to see you walk. So <laughs> Right. Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm
0: not e- I'm not even ready to like entertain that. Obviously, no. he's he's going to do what he wants to do.
1: But, you know, it's How about not... all the reports that he's been sitting in with Kevin Colbert and so forth yeah. and learning the business side of the game and everything? Well, and, you know, I mean, because you got to look at that option too. If he does not play again and he wants to be involved in the game, I mean, he's got, you know, the business side to look at. He can be into coaching, he can be into a few different things. Yeah. Uh, you know, worry about walking again and worry about playing. But I'd rather see you walk than play, my yeah. brother. How big was that when he was at the Pens game? Oh, that was huge. The flurry <laughs> game, no less. Yeah, it's like, I, I, I kind of irked me a little bit. Like, you're going to pick one of the games to go to, and you go to the flurry game? Well, that's the best one. You want to be at that game. I know you want to be game, at that but game, did, but, but, you know, did the Pens have to shine the spotlight on him, too? Of course. The, the the Pens and Steelers like they're, they're winners. yeah and they're good
0: to each other man yeah but you I mean, know Flurry that came out came out with a towel
1: that one time and yeah I mean that was Flurry's night back though I mean Flurry did like do I warm-ups with a Steeler helmet on before I've seen I don't it. think Flurry like I don't think he cared I'm but, sure he's yeah. just happy that Ryan Shazier can stand yes as we all are also other Steelers news Steelers minority owner uh, David Tepper he's making a bid to purchase the Carolina Panthers. Following suit of Jimmy Haslam, who was a minority owner of the Steelers up until about 2012 when he purchased and is the majority owner of the Cleveland Browns. We've seen yeah. how well that went. Yeah, man. Um, so don't follow Jimmy Haslam completely. Um, but hey, you know what, David Temper, I mean, if he gets uh, able to buy his own franchise, dude, it's worth a couple billion dollars. I mean, shit. What the hell? I mean, that's, that's he's a minority owner of the Steelers because you know the Rooney's aren't giving up majority ownership. No. So, um, but hey, go have fun with that. That's all I think about.
0: Yeah, obviously so, someone's going to buy the Panthers. Um,
1: P Diddy, P Diddy's up there. He wants I, don't it, see, right? I, don't I don't see. I don't see any. I don't see going on right yeah,
0: yeah. now. Like, I mean, L A's got their teams finally. So, like now, like who's anybody going to threaten to like move to? You I, know. I,
1: the Raiders are going to Vegas in 2 years. Raiders are
0: going to Vegas, like Oakland's probably not going to get another team. Um they're more they're more there's more talk about having a team in Mexico or London than there is, than any there other is about like any any other city in the United States. There so is, like there is, whoever yeah. buys the Panthers, they're probably going to stay the Carolina Panthers. And like if this guy is one of the minority owners who was saying that he wants to see Tomlin fired, and you know like this is his way of like Protest, whatever, out. man. Have fun. You know who's not going to be the coach of the Panthers? Mike, Mike Tom, Tomlin. Man, maybe <laughs> that's the team for you. Maybe you should buy the Panthers. There it is. Maybe everyone should go buy the Panthers.
1: Speaking of other football news, speaking about the franchise tag, Miami has put a franchise tag on Jarvis Landry, which will pay him $16 million this year as their wide receiver. If you had Jarvis Landry in fantasy football, he was a stud. Um You know, the Miami Dolphins didn't do so well this year overall. But you know what? They were a playoff team last year. Or the year, Mm -hmm. sorry, the year prior, the year before. Um, So, yes. Um, Be watching all the franchise tags, all the NFL news moves going on and whatnot. So, here's some other fun news. Uh, Let's move on to college. The NCAA. Louisville men's hoops lost their um appeal and had to vacate all their wins from the 2011-12 season through the 2015 season including the 2013 national championship
0: this is because they were arranging through apparel makers such as adidas
1: well there's okay the the uh, uh, a shoe contracts uh money through boosters um Prostitutes paid for by arranged and paid for through things.
0: So they were receiving.
1: They were receiving compensation.
0: Compensation. Players were receiving compensation. Um, and, and I, they don't were being, it, I don't think
1: I do no no no. The players weren't recruits. Uh, were being the, the enticed rec- to go to Lua were though, and, and in
0: exchange for like free sex and free apparel.
1: Right, and the coaches were benefiting off of the the, the coaches were benefiting off of the um. Adidas um, stuff. Rick Patino specifically was named in that. The FBI was involved. The FBI was. In, uh, okay. The FBI gets involved in anything. I know, know. but I'm like, just... I've
0: never been in trouble with the FBI.
1: I don't think I have.
0: Some people are in trouble with the FBI because of college basketball and because of the, you know, corrupt way they were running it. And the NCAA. You know, it's time for them to make a punishment. So they they do the most like ineffective thing that they can do, which is to vacate wins.
1: Which is stupid
0: because we all know we saw those games. They played those games. We all know
1: who won the national championship that year. So here's my thing: is now it's been funny if you've been on Twitter. You're on Twitter all day. Uh, so I'm well, sure dude it was like 78 degrees today so I was a little Okay, bit, you, okay, you on not, Twitter a, of, a lot less than
0: usual today. Right.
1: Uh so I don't know if you saw on Twitter uh, at all uh Patino's tattoo came into question. So in the 2013 National Championship run that season his player says, "Hey coach, you should get a tattoo." He's like, "No, you and you should get a tattoo." And he says, "He says, I'll get a tattoo if you guys win a National Championship." Well, they did. So on his back shoulder blade. He has the Louisville L with 2013 champs and the 35 and 5 record that they had that year. So that was good around Twitter day. That was fun. Like well, is it like was this a bad decision Patino? Da, da, da. Now that that championship never happened. Well,
0: he's got to get it removed then. I don't know if he's got uh, I don't think he can I don't know if he can afford tattoo removal cuz he
1: doesn't have a job. I mean, that's possible. I mean, that's possible. Now now my question is which is hard to combine hard to find out and i've hit on twitter to a handful of people i've asked people and nobody seems to have the answer whatsoever and that is do the players and the coaching staff have to return the championship ranks i think
0: we i think we got into this a little bit last week yeah, when we were talking about Notre Dame, right, and and just like uh, you know, last week it was Notre Dame who lost the appeal. Notre Dame, so lost we were the talking appeal. about the idea of like you can't really like erase yeah, yeah. from memory like
1: Notre Dame never played Bama for the national championship. Well, I mean, and I wish I hadn't. Our, I wish I hadn't watched I mean, that. I mean, game. I mean, I'm a Notre Dame fan, and I sat with our friend Jason, who's also oh, he's a Cards fan, he's a Bama fan. Yeah. Like, I'm not. Um, I'm not so like, I bought him a lot of shots at night. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm not. I'm not so like emotionally unstable that, you know, like, I need to be told that that Notre Dame game didn't happen. Like, I'm ex- I accept that it happened. I just wished I hadn't watched it. Correct. Um, But, yeah, like, that, that was last week. Now this week we're talking about Louisville. And, yes, like, you know, the title is bestowed by the NCAA so they can take it away. Like, the wins are sanctioned by the NCAA so they can take it away. But the championship rings, like, who pays for them?
1: Yeah, If they're paid out. for
0: by the boosters or by the like university, then like they should be allowed to keep their rings. I'm going to go
1: start asking everybody I know and on Twitter and whatnot, and I'm going to find out by next week. I want to have an answer by next week when we podcast again. Who the hell, did they take the rings or did they get to keep them? Because like you said, it, you know, and I've said, if I was a player on that team, if you were a player on our team, you would have lost it by now, mm. you said, or buried it in a trunk and mm. put it in storage. Um, I would just be flat out like "fuck you." I'm not giving it back. Uh, not gonna happen. Uh, Who else has had like championships taken away? Uh, because like know. Penn
0: State had some wins vacated, but those I, I those don't, weren't I championships. Don't know
1: if there's, I, I'm sure there's been somebody that's lost the championship taken Michigan? away. Michigan? No, Michigan had they didn't
0: vacated win. stuff. They had a bunch of vacated stuff, but they didn't actually win the championship. Yeah,
1: they were in the they had vinyl four stuff taken down from the. From the five five, then the final four uh, banners taken down,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and all that, which are still not back up in Michigan Stadium up in there. Uh, speaking of Michigan, they were who Louisville beat in the 2013 national championship game. Um, also, reading today in several different articles. They're just vacating the national championship that Louisville didn't win, and there's now no national no national champ. champion. Right? They're not giving it. Well, to they, Michigan. that would
0: be. Dub- I mean, it's already a sham, but it would be right. like a double sham. Yeah. like you can't, they're
1: not giving it to Michigan.
0: Michigan didn't. Five years later, the the edge that Louisville had in that game, like maybe they did have better players as a result of their recruiting, and like they definitely broke NCAA rules. But you can't tell me that like they had an edge in the final game based entirely on those transactions to the extent that, like, Michigan just deserves to be, like, put in place, you know? Uh, That's true. It'd be like, you know, if there was, like, a disputed election and you just said, like, actually, like, this guy's just a nice guy, so we're going to make him president instead. You know, he didn't even run. (laughs) You know, he Mm. finished third in the primaries.
1: You know what? Trump and Clinton end up being a tie. So for a tiebreaker, Bernie Sanders is now president. Yeah. How's that? <laughs> how would that
0: work we would have had president ralph nader in 2000 if we Ooh. followed those rules.
1: wow we're not going into the <laughs> politics on this show we're hey all... the
0: u.s and the czech republic yeah the u.s shootout, and czech so republic are in a shootout right now we need now. to be a national unity party right here okay? complete you're not you're not going to know about it but like if the if the talk gets like a little bit disjointed it's because
1: we're watching shootout um, okay you got it yeah uh so also um let's see pit hoops they're still bad They're still bad. They're still bad. They have three regular season games left. Two are at home against Wake. And, of course, you know, number one in the country, Virginia, is coming into Pittsburgh. Oh, wow. Uh, And then they finish up uh, for the regular season uh, in South Bend out at Notre Dame. Uh, They are still winless in the ACC conference. They will go to the conference tournament. I don't see that going any better for them than the rest of the regular season. No. I mean. I don't even know if Pitt's going to get some bullshit-ass. You know, you guys suck. They're not tournament. gonna go. They're
0: not. No, I mean, maybe,
1: maybe if they go on a run
0: to the ACC final, they get into and they like lose by three to Duke. Like yeah, maybe, he they, just hit maybe the they post. get into the CBI. He
1: just hit the post on this shootout. Watch this. This will make you cry. Oh, I thought he hit the post. No, that was in. Oh, oh, he five went hole. five hole on him. Yeah, here's post. All right. Yeah, the back post. Uh, so, don't expect to see anything from Pitt. Here's, oh. oh! That was a pretty move. Too bad I didn't go in. Is that Donato? Yeah. Shit. Okay. So, the other thing here with Pitt basketball is, if you have three bucks, you can go to Pete for one of the last two home games. Might as well. I mean, I was looking online on game time and so forth, three bucks for tickets. Yeah. Um, I hear they have good popcorn there. They do have really good popcorn. Uh, also, you got Duquesne. Uh, they've fallen off a bit. Uh, they have four regular season games left. Two of them are at home. Two are away. They're under 500 in the conference at I believe five and six in the conference. But they are still have a winning record overall. Uh, they, they've dropped. Of course, they're going go to go. Oh. They're going to go to conference play um, here in the conference tournament. And depending on how, for Duquesne to get in the sixty four tournament, they have to win their conference. Yeah, that's all there is to it.
0: And Rhode Island is Rhode Island. They're they're the number one team in the A ten, and they're ranked like number eighteen. They're ranked in the Um, in the in the overall top twenty five. So I mean, they've got a. I guess there's a chance the two teams from the A ten get in, but not if not if Rhode Uh, Island uh, wins the tournament.
1: uh, Yeah. Duquesne has to win the tournament, and Rhode Island would have to lose to Duquesne in the championship game, and Rhode Island would still have to be ranked to get in the tournament.
0: That's actually my ideal scenario.
1: That would that would be awesome. Come on. Oh, you Man, this goalie from the Czech Republic is just a brick wall right Since now. Since
0: when were Czech people good at goalie? My goodness. Dominic, Dominic. Hasek. <laughs> he's, got, he's, uh, you know, he's got a good butterfly, like... Don Ashik was a flopper. Yeah, this guy's pretty steady. I, I didn't quite catch his name. Um, damn, it's... this is this is distracting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know you want to know about the Dukes. Um, you know, I, it, they're dropping. Like they're we're, dropping. They're, they're trying to hold it together. Um, they they started out hot and they're they're fading. Pitt never
1: never was hot, and they faded all year. Uh, Bobby Moe, the boys up at Robert Morris, they have two regular season games left. And wow, Czech just won in the shootout, one nothing in the shootout. So USA is out USA of the, is Olympic, out hockey of the Olympic hockey tournament. Damn. That was an exciting game though. Yeah. Um man. That was an exciting game. That was an exciting shootout. Uh that, that Czech goalie was just on fire right there. I
0: wish the Olympics had the uh, NHL overtime rules. For playoffs. <laughs> so
1: three on three for five minutes. Seriously, like I was shootout. hoping
0: no, no, like NHL playoff rules. Oh, so we could have like just watched, kept going. We could have watched like a first overtime period, and then I could have like driven home and, to another barn or, and watched another yeah, overtime or just, period. Just go like set up in my living room. Yeah, you know. But eh. yeah, uh, I'll still watch Olympic hockey even, I'll even watch without Olympic the U.S. It's, it's a good sport. It is
1: a great sport. Uh, don't forget, we got U.S. women's on uh, on Thursday. Yeah, for the gold medal game against Canada. Uh, but anyway, uh, Bobby Moe is two regular season games left. They're both on the road. They are fifth in their conference again. They're going to have to win their conference to go to the 64 tournament. And they would go in as a 15 or 16 seed as that. <coughs> West Virginia. They were right ties as number two this year. Speaking of fading. Uh, they are down to number 21. Still in the top 25, which isn't bad. They're going to go to the 64 tournament no matter what. They have three games left, actually two. There's one tonight. Uh they were um, winning pretty handily. They, they did win. Okay, good. So now they have I switched to curling when yeah. they went up by
0: like fifteen. Yeah,
1: so. so now they have two games left. Uh and then one's home, one's away. They finish on the road in Texas. Uh they are third in their conference overall in the big twelve. You see
0: Huggins get tossed? the other night. That, in, in Kansas? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I I guess he had a point. Huggy Bear. I mean, they they choked that game away. You can't say they lost that game because of that one play. Like, they, they okay. had the lead, okay. and okay. the
1: lead, the, I mean, like. All right, all right, here's the thing with that particular game. How the hell does West Virginia only get two fouls called, you know, for them, where they had 35 fouls called against them?
0: Well, I think that's why Huggins got tossed. Oh, yeah! I think he asked that question.
1: He asked that question with a few four-letter words that you can make out through the TV camera. I bet it was loud as hell in there when he got
0: sent off. I mean, the the, the students looked to really be into it. I, of course, had it on mute, so I couldn't tell, but it seemed like that place was rocking, man.
1: I, I, I watched highlights Um, it was, it was rather loud. He was rather vocal. Um, if you've ever sat at a basketball game, college or pro and you get, and you're close to the court, you can hear those guys screaming. It's it's Uh like when you're at a baseball game, when you sit down low and hurdle comes out of that dugout, (laughs) I mean, he, he, he'd make a trucker like, you know, tweak his, you know, like, did he just say that? I'm afraid he did, sweetheart. <laughs> you know, just remember that there's two things you there, 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 there's two words you can't say to an umpire with you know without getting kicked out instantly. Come on, you should know this. Your mother? No, you can't call an umpire a cocksucker. Okay, <laughs> you call an umpire a cocksucker, you're out instantly. It's a Bull Durham reference, right? There. Oh, see, so you know what? Like, I'm not
0: a big movie guy. Um, I've seen parts of that, you know. Um, you know, they they I just someone just referenced the the mound visits recently because that's that's been a baseball story in the past couple days, and I know that scene the the, the Bull Durham mound yeah, visits, yeah. awesome. You know, candles,
1: Can- nice. Can- candlesticks. They're they're always Robert Wool is just awesome in that movie. Kevin Costner. Uh, how many sports movies has Kevin Costner done now? I mean, Field of Dreams, Bull Durham, uh, For the Love of Game, the three baseball movies. He did Draft Day for the football. He did a cross-country one from a uh, California school. It was a uh, high school cross-country. Uh, Tin Cup. Tin Cup for golf. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't for Tim Cup, folks, we would not have had the show Nash Bridges. Because that's where Cheech Marin and Don Johnson met on the set of that, and that's how Nash Bridges got started. Wow, you know that's really you know I
0: never knew that. But like, that's that's really touching, you know. Um, you know, Cheech was looking to go straight. You know, he was kind of like drifting away from Chong. By that point, Chong wanted to be like an internet like bong salesman, and you know, Cheech was trying to go a little bit more legit. He know? still smokes a lot of weed, but well, I mean, he ended up going. Yeah. To, you know, he ended up going to jail, right?
1: Yeah, they both did.
0: Yeah, but Chong, Chong more recently.
1: No. Chong in, was robbing on charges in Pittsburgh. Right, exactly. Well, yeah, federal federal <laughs> charges.
0: But yes, in this jurisdiction, because some kid in like Ross Township bought one of his bongs online.
1: Yeah, yeah. Whatever.
0: Whatever, man. Like that's that's neither here nor there. Like West Virginia, um, they're
1: they're playing for seeding right now. You know, they're <laughs> back to basketball. Back to basketball. <laughs> yeah, back to basketball. Yeah, West Virginia's playing for seeding. I mean, honestly. They they got to get into you know they remain the top twenty five, break the top twenty. Uh, Help if they really win the uh, tournament. If they win the Big Twelve tournament, uh, they win the Big Twelve tournament. They'll get a high seed in the sixty four tournament, mm. which I believe is on the actual Saint Patty's Day again. I think St.
0: Patty's is a Saturday this year. I know this. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, it is? St. Patty's is a Saturday this so year.
1: It's the fi- so the 15th and the 16th start the tournament. The actual St. Patty's day is the Saturday then. Um,. Yeah, I haven't even looked at the calendar that far out. I just know it's it falls the second weekend in March.
0: Yeah, it's it's cool that, that the parade is falling on the actual holiday this year. No, that just I means am that this going to be a shit show. I am going to miss the sanctimonious like telling people that I, I spend more time focusing on the actual holiday of the seventeenth as opposed to the drunken parade. The, the Pittsburgh, you know, I holiday. love the drunken parade. Um, would you not know allowed to drink on the parade route anymore? Uh, it's bullshit, Steve. Like.
1: We have flasks, I know. No,
0: like, that but. is just, like, they just say that to cover their asses. And, yes, if you're out of control, they, they do have the right to arrest you. But, like, I have never been down there and not seen 12-packs and people with cans, and they're not trying to hide it. And that, that doesn't even account for all the people who are drinking their quote-unquote coffee, you know, out of their quote-unquote... New paper Dunkin' Donuts cups that aren't made out of styrofoam anymore.
1: Oh yeah, those ones. I think I have one.
0: They're new. How do you have one already?
1: I think I have just like a plastic like white cup with a oh. screw top. Yeah. Oh like no, a, those are useful. That has like a fake cardboard thing on it. No, in college, like we had like
0: a, the um the group on my campus that always booked the entertainment. You know, like they gave away plastic coffee mugs every year to freshmen. Oh, and it was yeah. always because they wanted freshmen to come to their events and to like maybe possibly volunteer to like, you know, tear tickets at the Dave Matthews concert or something. You know, they always they always needed help. So everybody got a free mug and like nobody was drinking coffee out of these mugs.
1: Definitely. And these were these were like, you know, you went to a like a very like academic forward small school up in, you know, north of here, in north, between
0: here and Erie. It's in Needville. Yeah. Yeah. I don't work for them. We can talk about it.
1: Yeah. yeah. But
0: yeah, like the you know, like the the to-go mugs and, and this 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 city's all about to go mugs. But I'm telling you, I've been on the parade route in years where they, they have said like there is no open containers and I've run into people who I know and they're just they're not even trying to hide it. They're like sitting out on the corner. I haven't been to the actual like, St. State a motorcycle parade. cop drove by us and did a wheelie. And I'm like, obviously if he cared about busting us he wouldn't have been doing wheelies by us. He would have just like parked just, his no, motorcycle. Just, but it's he true. was driving, no, seriously. He was driving up Stanwix. He came from Market Square, like left onto Stanwix, like headed towards a parade route. And he was just like, like, did a wheelie. And I was like, this shit's legit. I wonder if, man. It's,
1: a, I wonder if it's a guy I grew up with that's a motorcycle cop. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know you could do wheelies in those sidecar jobbers. Well, the sidecars help the wheelie process out but that might help too much and then you end up falling backwards well the sidecars for balance. but here near there we're gonna go ahead and take a break right now and come back and talk about uh really super important things going on with the penguins like wheelie cops like wheelie cops yeah so we'll be right back after a short break and you get to listen to a few things from our friends at sorgatron media do you like professional wrestling once your discussions no holds barred Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. Alright folks, we're back after that little bit from our friends at Sorgatron Media. Now, on to important things here in Pittsburgh. The Penguins. They are hot, hot, hot right now. Uh, Riley Sheehan has uh, been on fire. Looks like he'll be taking the third line center position. Uh, Gensel's been back up on the top line with Crosby. His scoring has come in, uh, well, his uh, assists and so forth, uh, and he's on the, still on a second power play, uh, and has reemerged after his, I guess, drought when he was the third line center. So, it's always good news. Yeah, Pens have been looking. What, what are they now? They're what 12, twelve, the last twelve straight wins at home. Twelve. Last I heard, it was
0: eleven, but I think I think I missed a game.
1: Yeah, the the last the last game was uh they won at home the other night. Uh that was twelve yeah, twelve twelve wins at twelve straight wins at home. And I think they're I think they're like ten out of the last ten out of the last uh, fifteen or something. Or no, ten ten out of the last twelve. Something like that. Well, they're super hot. They're super hot. We they like they were up in first place there for a day because, you know, um the Capitals didn't play at that point. They they took the number one position in the Metropolitan Division. Um, a friend of mine put out on Facebook says, "No, I don't want the Pens to be in first place. Not I don't want that damn President's Trophy. They're not. <laughs> nobody in the Metropolitan Division is going to be in first place in the whole NHL. Um, but, <laughs>
0: but if they could be in the in the President's Trophy, like wouldn't that, you know." I'm sure your boy is just thinking about that, that, that whole, 93.
1: Well, and also I think this, I think it's like 18 of the last 20 president's trophy winners have lost and and have never, didn't even make it to the finals. Right. So yeah, there's a curse on it. You can do what you want with that curse here and there. It's also the curse about, you know, not touching the Prince of Wales trophy or the Campbell's trophy uh, for winning the uh, conference, going to the Stanley Cup Finals. The first year, in 08, Crosby went up next to the table, took his picture with it, and left it sit on the table, and somebody carried it away. Then after that, Crosby went and picked the trophy up. They didn't skate it, but he picked the trophy up, held it, got their pictures, and then took it, and he carried it. And they've won ever since then. Last year, they were just like, oh, cool, this thing... Yeah, right. And you're like, hey, thanks for this one. It looks pretty. Let's go get the big one. Yeah, um, just Ma- like let's just move it out of the way so we have room
0: for a pizza. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's like what, that's what the Prince of Wales Trophy is to the Penguins by now. It's just something that like would be better served by like moving aside and letting the pizza
1: make yeah. way for the pizza. Make way for the pizza from Slice on Broadway. Or yeah, Slice on Broadway is excellent. Definitely, Malkin's on fire as well as Castle was. Malkin is second in scoring. Um second in the scoring leaders, uh, Kessel and Crosby are ninth and tenth. Malkin is two goals behind Ovechkin for the overall top goal position for the Rocket Richard trophy there. But the scoring title, which is the which trophy is the scoring title? Art Ross. The Art Ross. Um he's second right now and he's I think six points behind. So there's definitely a lot of season left. Phil with some great banter.
0: When they asked him about the Art Ross, and and he's like, "It doesn't matter because I've got two cups."
1: (laughs) Phil Kessel's awesome,
0: and that was that was on the back of like some. There was some other question. Oh no, it was about Toronto. Like, how does he? Because they went back to Toronto, and somebody asked him, like, like, do you still like, you know, get wound up? to play toronto because of the, the way they treated you in this town and and he's like it doesn't matter i have two cups you know like i mean that's the meme like you know phil kessel's a stanley cup champion phil kessel's a two-time stanley, stanley cup champion. champion like he buys into it did I, you see that picture of him tonight which one they had the like top hats and tails like event. oh
1: uh we'll talk about that event <laughs> okay that was not uh it, it wasn't the top hats and tails i think there was people there wearing top hats and tails uh, the pens were in jersey. I think they might have had top hats on later. Phil uh, Kessel
0: was wearing a top hat. Like he's already—it's so, already the new meme. Yes. Yeah, those so, of
1: you who like your Kessel memes. So uh, I'll have to look at that today. Uh, by the way, what the event we're talking about is uh, tonight was the uh, night of night of the assists under the big top, uh, carnival and casino games, uh, food and wine fundraiser to benefit the Penguins Foundation. It was a sold out event. I actually had a friend of mine there—the one that gave me the uh, information on the twelve uh preseason games for the Buckos. That's the uh program director for um t sports. He was there. Awesome. Um saw some of his pictures on the Facebook. Um it looked like a really cool event. I saw a bunch of video on uh on Twitter and so forth. Some of the players were doing some of their own uh videos and whatnot. Uh all the players were there, coaching staff, former players uh, you know, the thing that the pens do is they do give back a lot to the community and do a lot of charitable charitable uh foundations and so forth. Another one that uh is pretty nice is Tyler Kennedy and his wife Brandy, you know, Tyler Kennedy, uh former penguin. Uh, move, live back moves back here, he lives back here in Mount Lebanon. Um and his wife Brandy are being honored for the Lending Hearts Award. Um that'll be the ceremony will be this Friday, whenever you actually hear this podcast. Um, uh, supporting kids with cancer and emotional and social support. Uh, so there at TK, you know, back in Pittsburgh, he's not playing hockey. I don't know that he has a day-to-day job, but he's doing a lot of uh, good work for the community. Uh, I know he plays a lot over um, in pickup leagues and so forth. And Ice Castle and whatnot. Ice Castle and Mount Lebanon Ice Dome and uh, around like that. He's doing a lot of different charitable foundations. He's doing, He was... Uh, on a few things with our friend John Chamberlain from uh, um, Podcast and blog and so forth. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah. I mean, and he married a Mount Lebanon girl. You know, he comes to Pittsburgh when he was like 18 years old and so mm-hmm. forth. He might have a good chick from Mount Le- You knew his ass wasn't leaving Pittsburgh. I mean, he could leave to go play elsewhere. But he he You knew his ass wasn't Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't going back to Canada. Well, when... <laughs> When you're a
0: member of the Lebo community, you know it's a, it's a special bond.
1: Um, you know, Steve, we're in we're in Lebo right now, as a matter of fact. Yes, we are. I I, I moved here. I'm not from here. I I moved into Lebo. It's, I, I'm on a bastard street though, because you actually parked your car in Castle Shan. Well, I mean, I can't park in Lebo. It's night. Uh, you you're can not park up until two a.m. Well, I
0: I'm usually here past two a.m. Yeah, that's true. And if they're, if they're anything like Dormont cops, like they'll be out writing tickets at 2.01. Right,
1: yeah. I actually live on the Bastard Street, Lebo. I'm on the border of Sh- Castle Shade parking sticker with the Lebo taxes and address and everything else.
0: I've been okay. slipping. I haven't even been paying the meters up on the boulevard oh. in the last couple
1: of weeks. Well, I It's mean,
0: snowing, man. They're not out writing tickets. Come on.
1: Oh, when I was out walking around the East End today, you, you East End, I'm is, East sure end. She's East end back. is East End, man. Those but guys my, are. Uh, those guys are out right, there in man, they, shorts and t-shirt meter people today walking yeah, they around. Don't this, they don't have this. Clipping everybody.
0: Man, I saw one. <laughs> there was a surveyor out one day, like, you know, like taking some measurements on some building, and she was wearing a neon vest. And some lady like ran up to her, like begging her, like, "Don't, no, 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 my, I'm, I'm right here. I, I was just in the store for a minute." <laughs> She's like, lady, I work for Baker International. Like, <laughs> well, I don't write parking tickets. Well, there is
1: the uh, there is the meter maid in Mount Lebanon here that is notoriously known that everybody says she has like a sniper's nest somewhere and binoculars, tree
0: stand, yeah,
1: down over there by the deer, <laughs> definitely kill two birds, uh, so so to speak. So we have uh, Pens are on fire, They're doing well. The power play is still top in the NA- in the NHL. The penalty kills in the top five. Uh, They're putting pucks in the net. They're putting pucks on net. Uh, Scored a lot of goals the last couple games. Did you get to do any of the Penns games last week? Yes. A couple. Uh, it was, what, five goals in one, six in another? Mm-hmm. And they weren't garbage goals either. They were legit goals. I think, I mean, I, I have I, no idea. Out of the last 15 them. goals, I think two of them were empty netters. But, yeah. you know, at that point, so, I mean, they're, they're, they're getting it on net. Uh, Latang had uh, a goal that got called back because it touched um, uh, Ashton Ashton Reese. Is that his name? Ashton Reese, Zach Ashton Reese. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ashton Reese. Uh, Letang had the goal, but apparently it like touched Ashton Reese's jersey yeah. on the way by, so he got credit for it. It's fine. It's fine. It's goal accounts. Whatever. Um, they no, don't care. They're just they just want to win. Yeah, and they're they're starting to play
0: like the two time. Dude, we were worried
1: the first half of this year. I mean, seriously, we were worried two years ago.
0: I mean, I know I could say I knew they were going to get it together, but I didn't. You know, I, maybe I they're did too know they're, tired. Yeah, like, I, I didn't know really they to it together. Repeat. It's and really hard to three. Maybe the reason why it's hard to three-peat is because it's you just, play more hockey. It's just hard to play world. that many games, and they're tired. Um, but right now, I don't think anybody wants to play them. I actually got to I got to see a uh, Tampa Bay Lightning game the other night. And in the post game, they they you know gave the Penguins score, and like Tampa's been the number one team in the league all year, and they're not looking forward to playing us in in April. No. So, you know
1: things are going right. We've kind um, of had Tampa's number. We have. We've had cap. We've definitely had the Capitals' number. Yeah. Um, the Flyers that 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 series can literally go either way. It depends on who beats up who the worst. That's the worst part about whatever you know with the the Metropolitan Division. And how they restructured the playoffs now? where You have your division playoff, which is stupid. You know, you're playing the Caps in the second round or the first round. Or yeah, whatever they need it to it reseed. Like that. I mean, uh, just after no, the first they, round, they should just reseed. the There was the no issues with going back. Hey, you take the top eight teams out of the conference. Boom. Now they're doing it's... it. They're doing
0: it now to try to like, you know, promote. You know, contending for your division. Because, like, if your division is having a down year, like, you're not entitled to getting four teams in out of your division. Like, you know, like, three from each division, but then the two wild cards could, you know, both be from one division. Um, so, like, that's, that's a problem in sports that people complain about all the time. So they're trying to solve the problem where, like, similar to how the NFL, you know, has teams getting in at 9-7, and seven, and then, like, a 10-6 and six team, like, missing out on a wild card. Yeah. You know, so they're they're trying to like make it more balanced, but then you do run into a scenario where you might have to play, you know, like last year's Penguins Capitals matchup in the second round, when everybody would have preferred to have seen that in the third. Um, the, the solution, I think, is to just reseed the playoff after the first round. I mean, yeah, that could you be. You know, once 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 like that first round is over, you've kind of like shaken out some of the like pretender teams. Regardless of where they finished in the standings, some teams just aren't equipped for it, you know? And you get them out of there, and then you say, like, okay, we'll take the, you know, remaining teams, and we'll seed them one through four based on the strength of their regular season records. And then and then you would not have had the Penguins playing the Capitals in the second round.
1: Yeah, definitely exactly right. You wouldn't have, and like I said, everybody wanted that to be the Eastern Conference Finals. But
0: that won't come up again until the next... You know c b a now at this point, so which is a we're stuck years with away. the playoffs that we have, and let's like just be happy that the pens are probably gonna make them.
1: yeah, right you now know? they're in right now they're in line to even make a wild card yeah I'm not saying they could lose out, they could <laughs> they could, but I'm not saying if they lost out that they would get in, but what about like twenty five games remaining uh we're at the end of February? They play through March, or they play through April. Twenty-five is a little
0: steep. I think I heard that. I think that's basketball. Basketball, maybe hockey, maybe like twenty games.
1: Um, let's see here.
0: Basically, like six, seven weeks. One, two, two games a week, maybe
1: 20. Nailed it. Twenty games left. Twenty Daily. regular season games left. Uh, the regular season ends on uh, the sixth of April, so that means the playoffs will probably start the ninth and the tenth. Good. I'll see you there. Yeah, <laughs> It'd be awesome. Uh, speaking of playoffs, what happens Monday, the twenty sixth? Well, Daytona Five Hundred was last week. We're still in hockey. Oh. Trade Deadline. Trade Deadline. Yeah. Trade Deadline. Rutherford has uh, has been asked to talk. He says, uh, Rutherford said, we are all in and we'll do what we can to make moves to go on to a cup run. Um, so far, the list has been shaken and stirred and different names keep popping up. There's one mainstay on that list is Matt Cullen. Mm-hmm. Has been the only mainstay I've seen on the list. Uh, added recently that I've seen is Michael Grabner. Grabner, yeah. Uh, the Rangers, I think, are doing a share sale. Yeah, they're pretty much. Uh, and then um, another one that you've got to see recently, since you've done a couple of their games, is Derek Bassard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's a name that's come up on this list now. Uh, I would like the Cullen move. He was part of that gel from the previous two cup runs, mm-hmm. you know. Um, he went back to Minnesota because he was going to retire in Minnesota. He, and he said, I'm going to be a penguin or I'm going to play for Minnesota or I'm retiring. And he went to Minnesota uh, because that's his home hometown, you know. Uh, I mean, as cool of a story as that is to bring him back, you know,
0: I think the speed angle is important, especially with Hornquist being injured.
1: Definitely. Um, that's Riley hands come on good, which she, is sure, awesome. That's fine,
0: but, you know, like you can never have too much. Um, you know, like they do have good chemistry right now, but they've got guys from Wilkes-Barre. They do. So I don't think it would upset the chemistry. You too got much guys. If it, a guy has to go back to Wilkes-Barre to make way. You know, for a we're also like looking at, we're also
1: looking at things of, of, uh, who are we able to get? You gotta look at who you're going to lose. Yeah. Because they interviewed Ian Cole, uh, and Ian, and Ian Cole has been toxic trade all season where he actually, he was a healthy scratch for probably 10 games. Hmm. Because it was talks of him being traded, um, you know you got to look at who you're going to lose. Ian Cole, he's still on that block. Um, you got um, the, the defenseman that's a uh, two way player. Can't think of his name right now. He's on. Uh, he's on that block. They're thinking maybe being able to get Grabner for yeah. a fourth round draft pick. You know, and if you know the Rangers are wanting to share, so you know that's probably you know fourth pound fourth round draft pick with a contingent draft pick. Hockey does the whole contingent draft picks. Sure, you know. Um, so if
0: you finish like in a certain, if position you in a certain that... position
1: or so forth, you owe them another draft pick, mm-hmm. and so forth. Um, Colin coming back, eh, I I like it, but again, I can see the negatives to it as well. Um, Broussard, don't know too much about that dude. Honestly. Yeah, I don't really know
0: a lot about him either. Um, you know, other than I've seen his games, I heard his name a bunch of times, but. It's hard. it's hard to say when you don't really get to see it, you know. And you, then, get, uh, you get the spin from the announcers, but you don't actually get the eyeballs on a guy.
1: So how about uh, last week, um, Kessel's boy gets traded, gets pulled out. the second. Theo Phaneuf yeah. gets pulled out of the Pens game from Ottawa in the second period because he got traded in the middle of the game. Okay, yeah. there it is. He ended up spending a couple days in Pittsburgh. Awesome. And, uh, you know, the Kings were in Carolina, and they come up to play Pittsburgh like the next day. So, he has to spend a couple of days. Up to did, he get, did he get a goal in the game with Ottawa, too, in the first period? Because I know he got one with, with the Kings. I thought he, No, I don't think he scored with Ottawa. He might have had a point. He might have an assist. But, uh, so yeah, he definitely he had a goal against the Pens with the Kings and played with them, played against the Pens two nights prior with a different squad, so. He had um, some interesting
0: uh, visa issues because you know he's never, he's never played for an American team before. So the whole work visa situation.
1: Well, that's kind of what happened with the Penzin when we got Jerome McGinlay, it kind of took a day or two to get him here for right. work visas. Yeah,
0: so they they weren't sure if Fonofa was going to be even able to play as a king. Um, it, it came in like right right before game time that that he got all his paperwork through. So you know. Uh, Kudos to Dion Fanof's agent and and the folks at the U.S. Embassy. Yeah, that to go. To get yeah. the work visa Because, yeah. yeah,
1: Jerome McGinley had that yeah. issue whenever we got him. Thanks on.
0: for keeping America working.
1: <laughs> There's the vats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I always question. The Canadian guys. Do they get hmm? paid in the Canadian dollar or do they get paid in the American dollar? Um... I
0: don't know. I, I I liked it when the dollar and the dollar were so even that it didn't matter.
1: Right. I don't even know how what the, I don't know what the rate is now. Um, I don't know what the rate is now either. I remember uh going up to Canada when I was like you know 19 years old because we could drink. Mm. And we go up to Niagara Falls and just go hang out for a weekend and just get shit face drunk because we were 19 and, and yeah. we could in Canada and it was like 60 cents on a dollar or mm. 50 cents on a dollar, or something like that. I mean, I remember going into rumors. Uh, I don't know, I'm sure you probably you've been in Niagara Falls, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember rumors at Bar Club that was right on the corner of Niagara Avenue and whatever. There, I went there and and forgot that they didn't sell American cigarettes like Marlboro's and shit like that in, huh. in Canada. They sell like tomorrows and players and whatnot. But I remember going into the bartender, I'm like, hey, you guys sell cigarettes because yeah, because they got this. I'm like, all right, so I got a long AC. A pack of tomorrow's hand them American five dollar bill and got two fifty Canadian back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, that's awesome. I went to a
0: hot dog stand in Toronto once and I gave them a twenty and they gave me back an American twenty. And they gave me back a hot dog, a Canadian twenty, and like some like Canadian like pennies and nickels. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he basically paid me to take a hot dog. Those were the days. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the rate is now. Like, I'm sure whoever your agent is though says like, you know, if you're signing with Toronto, like this is your Canadian salary and this is your American equivalent. So, you know, let's make sure to ask for, you know, the right amount of Canadian dollars that I would have that same amount of buying power if I were to walk into an American Bentley dealership.
1: <laughs> Definitely, because you know, hockey players. I, I I don't see too many hockey players in like hot cars like that. I, I see him in, like, I mean, I know Flurry had the Lambo, and so did uh, uh, Talbot had a Lambo. Crosby rolls around the Range Rover. Letang's got some nice cars. Letang's got a He has a Range most of the time. I see him in a Range.
0: Uh, I saw him driving something vintage out at South Point once. It was, like, an old, like an old Chevy or, like, Dodge or something. It was pimp. Ah. It was really nice, man. And, like, you know, like, he was pulling out of practice, and, like, a bunch of autograph seekers were, like, mobbing his car and I was like just picking up my takeout you know <laughs> like I, I was working daytime and just just grabbing lunch at, at uh Jay's sports bar and I was like is that Letang and he like rolls the window down and he's like flopping his hair out the window I'm like yeah that's Letang nice so yeah it was like a cream colored like Dodge or Chevy like I, I'm not a big you know I can't look at a car and just tell you what it is but it was it was nice man like I would love to drive one of those you know, classic cars out to South Point someday. Classic
1: muscles, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I saw a lot of the classic muscle cars. out. I saw a lot of bikes out today. You know, uh, being around town in a seventy-five degree February day, so where amazing. it's still, it's now one thirty in the morning. and I saw my windows and doors open. Yeah, and it's sixty-some degrees out. It's awesome. This is not, This isn't gonna last long it's supposed to be good back down in the 50s but i'll take 50s in february yeah sure. i'll
0: take 60s tomorrow and rainy
1: yeah i'll take 60 and rainy tomorrow i'm okay with. It. the only thing i didn't do today is get to go up to the i'm sure there's people on the golf course um uh, today oh, especially up on mount lebanon probably course a little muddy but yeah L- little 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 soggy <laughs> but you know what any golf in february is good golf yeah uh even if you shoot horrible uh you know, I didn't get to do that today. I had, uh, I didn't have enough time, and I was about fifteen bucks short, mm. which means I didn't have fifteen bucks to go play. Nor did I go hit balls at Cool Springs, which I wanted to as well. But uh, so that's uh, pretty much what we got to talk about this week here on Bold Sports. Anything else you got to add? No, man. I I went on and on about soccer for a
0: really long time. This you did. Week, so I I don't I don't have any little like soccer related barbs. Like I've been. Watching the Champions League this week, uh, you know, Europa League on Thursday, you know, sprinkling some pens games. and I'm, I'm still doing the curling. Watch watching the curling. Curling's tonight. always a good. And uh,
1: curling's like a good thing to watch while you're you working. Did you see? Did you see uh, the uh, on Twitter? It said, "Uh, um, it was the Canadian Canadian curling team, and it was the women's team." But her husband was on the sidelines, and it said only Canadians at 9 a.m. in the morning would be double fisted. I did see that. Yeah, I did (laughs) see
0: that. And, like, that's, you realize that, like, the reason curling is on in prime time here is because they're doing it at 9 in the morning in Korea. So, yeah, like, that's, (laughs) I don't know if I could do that for every match. It seems like there's curling every damn day. I mean, it's seriously like like, it's like men's one day, women's the next, or maybe like. And then there's the
1: mixed doubles,
0: and then there's the. So you'd be doing like a nine a.m. every, but maybe he's just staying on Canada time, you know? Maybe maybe he's just like his alarm is still
1: going off at like. And speaking of time, we're probably just about out of it. So thank you all very much for listening to Bold Sports for another episode, and we'll be back with you next week with a fresh take on everything Pittsburgh sports. Hey, Yins, thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend for the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Renault on Twitter, at MMTacy on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag Bold Sports. Bold Pittsburgh on the Facebook or BoldPGH.com